Hello and welcome to episode 5 of Hull Seahawks Behind the Curtain, um, your only podcast for the Hull Seahawks and you one stop to learn what's going on with the club. It myself, Connor Lynn, unfortunately my course Martin Castle's not able to join us on the episode but don't worry, I've got a troublesome twosome who are going to help me throughout the evening. Starting off with Matty Davis, a regular on the pod, thanks for joining us once again. Yeah, cheers mate, thanks for having me, excited about this one. I'm sure you are, and more so because of the fella sat right next to you, I think. We've got uh, the other whole Seahawks co-owner, we've got the wonderful Joe Lampley joining us. Thanks very much for joining us, Joe. Thanks for having me, appreciate it. Of course, we're going to, going to kick this one off straight away, I think this one's going to be a fun one, this one. Uh, we're going to kick it off with yourself, Joe, of course. Uh, been in around the Seahawks from the very beginning, uh, co-owner of the club, and of course, Matty's sort of right-hand, well, right-hand man, even he sat on his left camera yeah, left hand man, they call it. we'll go with that one um, but we're going to talk a bit about yourself first of all and of course how you've gone to become the whole Seahawks sort of co-owner and of course a few people will know you from your football career and I know it's, you did mention you want to talk about it but it's certainly something we have to bring up because of course it's a a big part of your life wasn't it yeah that that was a big part of my life and it's also a big part of how we are friends really it was more um when we was growing up, we both had our own sports and our own interests. And um, I was obviously trying my best with football and Matty was doing exactly the same with ice hockey. And I think whenever we got the opportunity, I was always coming to watch the ice hockey with Matty. Um, and Matty was vice versa coming to watch my football. So I think that's where my kind of love for ice hockey came through this kid here. And that was that was how it kind of worked. Um, growing up, I'd come and watch as as many games as I could and, and Matty'd do the same with me. And that's how I have ended up in this position, unfortunately being his best mate and then um doing all the other stuff that we do. Um but no that was the get away from it now. That's it? the main thing. Um yeah, that's that's that one. A little bit about my football. Um I, I played from being a young kid, um did okay um to to whatever level. Um maybe didn't make the hikes that I maybe should have done for whatever reason. Unfortunately, I had a few bad injuries along the way and then just ended up um, possibly not making the most of myself within football, really, which I, I feel I probably could have done. But then I turned it into um, a, a business side and, and that's luckily gone okay for a few years and, and now we are where we are and we do what we do and that's it, really. That's the the bit behind the football side. Um, don't really know what else to say on that. Was it, was it, was it, was it a school yeah. friendship? Was it a, a living locally friendship? A family friendship? How did it all begin? Yeah, Matty lived around the corner from me. Um, we actually, I think the first day, the first day we met, I said something about playing rugby with all the lads, and, and Matty was like, "No chance, you are playing." And then he saw that I was actually decent, and was like, "Right, yeah, you can come on my team." Uh, a bit how it goes in training now with the ice hockey lads, oh, I think. Well. That was it. Is that, how you, is that how you recall it, Matty? Uh, honestly, he, 100%. he claims that I'm just this like bully and that like, oh, you can't play with us. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I think for me, yeah, I mean, me and Joe, like we've we've sort of just grown up together and you know spent a lot of time at his house and sort of with his mum and dad and you know we've had you know we've been lucky really because. You know, not you're not you don't always 
I guess, grow up with someone that's got so much in common in terms of, you know, the sport inside. We we was both. He was little and angry and I was big and angry. I think. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's one angrier person than both of us. Uh, we're there. not going to go on to that. I've got a question regarding that from uh, from somebody else. Later. Oh, weird. I know that is. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, but yeah, like you say, it, it was just one of them. We, we was lucky, really, that you had someone that was just, just as nuts, really, to be fair. I mean, you know, we'd, it was me and him just like running and that at like dinner time and it you know it, it just want want a normal thing but we both had like like a goal to to do and we didn't not one part of well I know this for a fact not one part of me and him both of us thought like school was there was no thought of school and what we was going to do like in terms of you know, uni or there was just one, just one track minded. Um, and that was it. You know, he was football. I was ice hockey. And, you know, that was why we, you know, was best mates really. And like from there, we, like say, we grew apart for a couple of years, didn't we? After school. Yeah. I mean, like the thing is like lots, lots happened, doesn't it? When, when you, when you sort of get to that age, you're like 16. Um, and obviously you start going sort of into making your way into like, pro or whatever you want to call it in terms of signing a deal with, with a club you, the time that you've got it just it just diminishes and you know everyone knows people from school I guess when you mates with people at school and you leave school you do you just drift drift apart from them people naturally just you know out, out of time and whatever you're doing you're busy doing whatever you know you're doing at that I think you went point. to Swindon at one point as well didn't you when yeah so yeah so I'd, I'd moved down south and then you signed your pro, didn't you? And then yeah. obviously we'll probably go through the injury side of it, and then you you went to Oz, didn't you? And um, went away for a few years, and then randomly met back up at the gym one day. But it was just like that's my best mate. That straight away, as soon as you know, it don't matter how yeah. long you've been away, it's exactly the same. I think like life had changed drastically with different bits and bobs, and it was just it like you'd never been away really, both of us, wasn't it? Yeah. But then we're still exactly the same now. We argue like cat and dog, but then we've both got the same goal at the end of it, and that's to one, I've got his back, he's got mine, and then we, it it's just weird how it works, really, isn't it? No, certainly yeah. I, I can 100% sort of... I see that exact same story, in a way, with me and a couple of my best friends. And it is weird how sometimes you sort of do drift apart, but then it can be you know, some one random day, and as you say, it was in a gym with yourselves, you know, and it all just sort of sparked back up, and it does sort of lead me on to something Matty alluded to earlier as well with, um, of course, you know, towards the end of your you know, football career, there was a, an injury as well, and it sort of meant you was in the gym, you know, doing a lot of work, and I'm assuming, I'm assuming a lot of that was with Matty as well, sort of helping you through that. Um, that yeah, well, I, um, the first initial injury, I collapsed uh, two discs in my back. That was a bit of a nightmare, and, and I tried my best to get myself back fit. And then Matty was... Um, saying to me, right, we need to start training together, doing whatever. And it, it started off, Matty will probably admit this, my side of the running side was quite high because of obviously me playing football all the time. And Matty's side of the strength conditioning side was was so much higher than mine. So what we both did is kind of dragged each other out of it. So I'd do all right with the, the running and Matty would do well with the, um, the strength and conditioning stuff. And we kind of merged it both into one. And then it just so happened a couple of years later that he now beats me at everything to do with strength and conditioning. I did, but got one leg. So yeah, but that was um, that was that side really. But uh, 
yeah, I went up, went away for a little while again, and then unfortunately I had to have another back in uh, back operation. Um, so unfortunately, both of us at thirty three are now sat there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we can't really do a lot. Uh, God, we're right. What a what a duo! Like, what I, I a... told you the troublesome twosome for a reason. Yeah, literally. Yeah, we're... but no, like I can sort of second that in terms of the training side. Like again, it it was like when we did see each other again, it was just straight back to what we know. And it was our common, like, interest in terms of, you know, us both, we've got, we've both got the same sort of head in terms of, like, we're both willing to, to sort of hurt yeah. ourselves. And that's just weird, I know, but that is what, what we have, just like, you know, both of us. And we don't, we just know each other so well in terms of, you don't have to even, know what each other's thinking. It's just like, yeah, you just know what the what what it is. And yeah, like at that point, it was a tough time, I'll be honest, like in terms of where Joe was and it's hard for someone because obviously my career's finished now, but I'm thirty three. Joe Joe's career really finished way, way, way too early. Um and he will admit this, but he had you know, he had a very good career in front of him and it was you know, he was really Really did have what it took to make it, and and I think that's a tough one. Mentally, I, mentally I did, but then that's what I meant. Yeah, that. and then I came back, and I was just nowhere near. I was yeah. nowhere near. I was going into training sessions at like twenty two, and yeah, I couldn't move. It was a bit embarrassing, really. Yeah. A bit but like it, what he's like. But <laughs> it's hard, though, isn't it? Because when when something like that gets like you know, it's not. It's just out of your control. It's you know what I mean? Isn't like it, you can't, the no mind's can, there, but the body's not. Yeah, yeah, that's it. You just but we're still both exactly the same now. The fight is there for both of us, but the, yeah. the body in you just, both of it, innit? You just get dealt a hand, don't you? And if it's a if it's a bad hand then tough one. Yeah. No, because I, I didn't quite have the prospect of you two, but I, I tore an ACL whilst playing rugby league at seventeen and it's once that's gone, you're probably not coming back to a major contact sport. It, it's it's tough what yeah. you know, life can throw at you sometimes, but um, yeah. It's all timing. It's all timing, and sometimes it happens for a reason. My side, what I got with my uh, career and what have you, um, my company and stuff. I often believe that it all happens for a reason, and it's the same as what we're doing now with the ice hockey. I, I think we was meant to do what we're doing now with it to bring it back to Hull and make it successful. We both out here to lose. We both out here to have the year we had this year, but we have to deal with it, and then we'll go on and hopefully do what we're going to do this year. You've just alluded to, of course, you know, the business as well. So, of course, it's something you both bring to the table, you know, with the Seahawks, you know, both running successful businesses. Um, of course, you know, yours has really took off, hasn't it, Joe? And, you know, you're a well-known brand in the city now. Yeah, it's done really well over the years. Um, like I say, I think if you set out with the goal of being a good person and, and providing a service for people, a lot of the time it does do well. Um and that's it has done well for the past few years. Hopefully, it can maintain and stay at that level. And that's what it's all about. And it's the same concept for Matty. I think people buy into people. Um, and when you're in Matty's industry or my industry, a lot of people come back because they like you. And sometimes they don't come back because they don't like you. And that's just how it goes. We've just got to deal with that. And we're both trying to do that now with the ice hockey. We're trying to bring it forward and um, just get bumped on seats for for it to be successful here and that'll give us loads of pleasure on it I think yeah like yeah I mean it's second that it's, it's so true like the sort of the businesses we're in in terms of all three of the businesses you know it's all it's all services and it's all 
you know, I suppose cars are a tiny bit different where you do need a car, but it's still a pleasure and a luxury. Um, you know, going to a gym again is a, is a luxury. I see it as a, it should be a second nature thing. I think everyone should do it. Um, so same as, you know, having a car, I think, you know, everyone needs a car to get around. And then again, ice hockey, it's, it's, it's that, it's a luxury to go and do it. It's a, you know, if you get to do that, then great. But I also think as well, like having something to support um, and sort of have some affiliation to something like, you could probably answer it more than me, Connix, you are actually a fan and you've been a fan for a long time. I think for you, it gives you some probably maybe identity in terms of like people say, oh, what, what do you do? Like, you need a reason, don't you? Yeah, it's like, well, I go to Seahawks at a weekend and, you know, you're, part, you're a part of something, a community or whatever you want to call it. Um, I think we've got that right. Yeah. I think we've got that right yeah. with the club. I think people do feel the family element and the community yeah. element that we're trying to bring forward. I think that is definitely one thing we've got right this year with the Seahawks. I do wish right now my regular coach Martin was here because he could obviously attest to that because whereas I've been, you know, watching games, you know, from back into the Stingrays days, sort of probably 2009, 2008, when I probably said would have been my first sort of games. But Martin really only got into ice hockey as a sport about two years ago. He'd never been to a game since I took him to... I think it was the Seahawks. Maybe, maybe I met him, him before when I went and took him up on the um, the country. Is it the country? Whatever you yeah, call it. We'll yeah, call it country. Um, and he said he was a bit like un- unsure what to expect properly. Um, but then seeing his face straight afterwards, he, he loved it, didn't he? Yeah, he's he's, he's bought in and he, he loves it. Me, me and Matty both talk about the buying element. And yeah. that's what we've tried to do this year. We've tried to get different people within the building. And I think the buy-in element has happened quite a lot. Three-game rule, we call it, where you literally have one good game where you enjoy another one, possibly enjoy, maybe not. And you come to the next one and you enjoy it. Yeah. You've bought in, and then yeah. you, you're going to get you're going to get bums on seats. No, so I 100% agree. I say I was always going to buy in no matter what this year, but I 100% agree. You've got that community feel right, and it's all the fans. Uh, you know, have been going for 20 you know 20 plus years to, to whole ice hockey or to the new supporters who uh, are maybe experiencing that for the first time this year they, they all pretty much come out the arena and say that's spot on you know there's there's things on for the kids it's a friendly atmosphere you know the players you know yourselves you know everyone involved you know the volunteers they're all happy to sit there and have a chat with people and it's a fantastic sport as well and it needs that final product on the ice um, to have that, you know, if it wa- if hockey wasn't such an exciting sport, but you had everything else, it probably wouldn't buy people in. But it's that combination of having something so spectacular on the ice, uh, a sport like ice hockey, where you never know what's coming next, uh, the frills and spills, you know, the, those fast moments, pace. yeah, exactly, yeah. fast paced action. Those moments where you know you can be free down in a game, and then we can bring it back to win it in overtime. Uh, and stuff like that, you go on that roller coaster of a journey, and then when you add everything else around the rink, it just sort of makes it that community feel that Nova Sport in the city really has that you know makes you want to buy in. A lot of my friends that have come um, possibly for the first time this year, a lot of them have all said that they'll either want to come back or they will come back again, and and it's so nice to see that people have bought into it. I mean, a lot of the football lads that I know that have come, and and they just absolutely love the fast element and the actual skill element of it as well, which 
when you play a professional sport, you can appreciate how hard it is and how difficult to get to a certain level within that sport. Um, especially for me seeing it, it's, it's absolutely brilliant. It's Loved it. Ice yeah, yeah, sorry, mate. I, just, I think that's an important point, that I think, because, like, you know, everyone sort of, when you're growing up, there's a lot of people that are fans of sports or played sports or whatever, and I think... The problem with ice hockey is it's because it's 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 always fighting against obviously the the, the norm in terms of rugby league and in, in hull and football, and you know but but if you ask anyone that you know a lot of people have oh, been to ice hockey I've been for years or whatever and and it's like oh, I really like that do you know what I mean and, and this is what I'm saying like it's trying to look like the way obviously I've played for a long time and I've seen a lot of different owners even in Hull, but different owners around different cities and places. And I think what I'm trying to do with this is is trying to, you know, take everything that I've seen that I think works um, and trying to, like, you know, sort of galvanise it all and, and Joe's side in terms of what he sees in football and make all that sort of fit um, as, as, again, like, we're try- we have to try and do some stuff different and, like you say, Conor, when you come to a game and it feels like everyone's sort of involved, there's lots of things to do with the kids. Like, we only want to do more of that stuff and, like, you know, make the players very accessible. Um, so, like, the kid, the kids love all that, don't they? Like, when the kids can go down there, give the lads fist pumps and, and sort of just, you know, be involved with it and, and get a stick or, you know, do all these sort of things, like... They're the things you never forget. I remember doing it as a kid and getting sticks and being around it and you watch it and you love it then. Um, I remember doing it at 32. Yeah, literally. <laughs> literally, like, yeah, like last week. Yeah. Literally on there, aren't you, with a stick? Yeah. But no, it's it's that, you know, that that's that's the key in it. And I think, obviously, when you get people that, you know, love the sport and they can appreciate what it is, then, then you get people coming back. Um, so... Yeah. No, so I completely 100% agree. You know, with absolutely everything you know you've said in that regard. For me, it was um, it want to stick it. For me, one thing I will always remember is it was a fist bump from Josef Sladek in uh, above the penalty box in Hull. Um, that must have been 2008. Yeah. Um, what a guy. Surely there's a few pims Very that tough. season. Very tough lad. <laughs> no, certainly. So I just remember after it. Um, He'd been very dominant in a fight, shall I say. Uh, he just came up to me, fist bump, and said, did you like it? I went, yeah, of course. <laughs> 13 absolutely went mental for it. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, 100% agree. Um, to move on now to more, let's say, the nitty-gritty of the Seahawks side of stuff. So, um, of course, we, we know, of course, last sort of April time it was officially announced. There'd been rumblings before that. And, of course, with your sort of close you know, partnership and friendship, uh, it, it's pretty obvious, though, you know, with what kind of happened with the Seahawks, you know, and how it came about. But in terms of the finer details, was it Matty? I'm assuming is it you went to Joe who said, "I've got this opportunity to build an ice hockey team in Hull." And how did you sort of approach Joe with that? And uh, I'm sure how quickly were you to jump on board if that was how it happened? Yeah, I mean, I'll just say from my point of view. I think, like for me, it was. Basically, what it boiled down to was the the previous ownership. I mean, everyone knows, you know, he had the Pirates. We did what we did and whatever. Um, it was simply that 
I was coming to the end of my time in Leeds. Um, I was trying to just see what was going on in Hull. Um, obviously, I wanted to play in Hull and be back in Hull. It's where I live and where I'm from. There was there was no indication from him or anyone else that there was going to be a team. And, you know, I just sat back and I thought about it for a long time. I was thinking about it from Christmas time. Um, and I was just trying to think, like, you know, can I do this? I was watching what they was doing in Leeds and how much that was taking off. That was a massive sort of part of it for me. I'm just thinking literally, like, Leeds is on our doorstep as well. So it's a natural, you know rivalry whatever and 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 that's a big part of it um and honestly like I probably I would never do this with anybody else um and you know people would behind the scenes probably think and I'm sure they do think like it's like oh you know Matt I needed Joe to come in and, and sort of prop it up with his money and stuff like that like I just want to be like really clear on this that like both me and Joe have said from day one like we we do not want to put any of our own money into this in terms of like if we can and we want to make it a sustainable business. Sustainable. This is not something where we're trying to, you know, come in, slap dash, throw a load of money at it, maybe win some and then the business just doesn't you know, don't it don't last the test of time. This is we're trying to do things right, build it the right way. This is why we're so big on trying to do all these little things, podcasts with the kids, do fun days, all the things that we're doing. Um, and for me, it's very important that because I don't want, I wanted Joe involved because he's my best mate. I also wanted him involved because he's very smart in terms of, you know, you know, he could sell sand to the Arabs, you know, make a quid out with nothing. Like he's just one of them sort of people, good person, people like him and people buy off people. So for me, it was a no-brainer. He's the only person I could probably go and do a business with because both me and him are very similar in that way. We're quite strong-headed, and you know the way we see things is our way. Um, and I'll be honest, it's it's with me and him. It's like it, I don't even, and we don't need to even. The views get, are very similar, aren't they? Yeah, we don't even need to get into the thing of like, oh, we should do it. It's just like he'll say to me, right. What do you think to this? Well, I think we should do this. Like the merch is doing, like you don't even need to ask me. It's like, yeah, yeah, mate, we're doing it. Or on the other side, like the playing side, like he knows, trust me, hundred percent, and that, you know, I just basically go and do it and try and make it work as best I can. He trusts what we're doing, and I always speak to him about it. And what do you think of this, whatever? And and it just, you know, we we both we both again we both see things very similar, but yeah, like because we have that connection in terms of you know going back for so long this is something that you know we can both add our our elements to it and what we're sort of good at you know and 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 sort of yeah make it work as best we can I think initially um Matt he was doing what he was doing I was actually actively going down to watch him play at Leeds at the time and we had a few conversations I remember watching and I think it was Bobby Chamberlain actually texted me saying you need to get some set up in Hull with Matty, blah, blah, blah. And that was that was a long while ago, to be fair. Um, but we had the conversation in the April. I was straight on board. Obviously, just said, look, yeah, I'm in, no problem. I'll help you out as much as I can with my knowledge of whether it be business, a um, little bit on the sports side. I think the fundamentals of the sports side are, are quite um, important to how we have it. Matty respects my opinion when I say something about work rate or attitude or something like that to the players. I think naturally, I do 
fit in, I feel quite well with the, the lads themselves as well. Although I don't have to, I think they all respect me enough, but they also know they can have a laugh with me and it's approachable. And that's how we, we've always wanted to have this business that it's not, Oh God, the, um, the owners are coming in yeah. now. We don't even, have to be in the gym. Yeah, might have to be in don't, there, don't you? We don't see it like that, do no. we? Like, not like, yeah, we own the club, but it's not like, no. you know, where the owners, you do what we say. It's just, you know, you gain respect from how you are as a person and you don't, no one should ever ask for respect, ever, because no. that's not going to get the respect. It's, it's how you carry yourself and treat people. So I think, I think we've been getting it from the guys as well, like from my side, yeah. obviously. They know that my ice hockey knowledge is limited, but I do feel I have a good sports knowledge and that's basically helped us out um, in terms of me just understanding what's been going on and stuff like that. Um, Matty will often have a, have a chat with me at half-time and I say my bit and whether it takes it on board, I never step out of my lane. I always stay in my lane, which is fundamentally the business side and the merchandise and Matty's is is more the hockey stuff and, and everything else to do with the general managing role as well so I think the key thing for our relationship has been knowing your lanes and, and staying in them really isn't it yeah definitely so we're going to move now on to the sort of the first year of the Seahawks and of course um, something this was actually a question pitched by a fan but I actually thought he was quite an interesting one so I thought we'd include it in the bulk of the, uh, the piece here it's um Thinking back to when you started setting up the club a, a year ago, did you think you would have progressed to where you are now in terms of the squad you've got, how well the club's doing off the ice in terms of the merch and, and the fan support and the media side of things and everything that encompasses the Seahawks? Is this what you envisioned sort of just over 12 months ago? Um, I mean, for me, I think, you know, I think it was always... It was always my or vision or it, I always seen the team sort of how I wanted it to be. And I always knew we'd get to that point at some at some stage. And, you know, we spoke about already before in terms of last season and what, what we couldn't do in terms of signings and, you know, the Bobby Bonner, them sort of guys. Um, I always knew we'd end up getting them ones back. Um, you know, for me, I don't know if I even had uh, an expectation on sort of where the club would be in terms of like off the ice, because it was an unknown thing, really. Um, I always knew that we'd get fans, we'd get fans back, um, you know, just by slowly being there. But, you know, we had to do a lot of work in terms of, you know, the brand had to be right, the merch had to be right. And that, again, that's that's Joe, really, that's got that right. Um Matt Mallory got one. Matt Mallory and Cal are a massive part of it, yeah. And they they help us like so much that, you know, including you, Connor, as well. And, you know, everyone else that helps us, it's like, you know, it's such a, you know, it's integral, it? it's an integral part of it. And we wouldn't be able to do it without it. Um, but, yeah, in terms of like where the club is, I think, again, we've talked about it already, but both me and Joe are not people that will accept mediocrity and and this was never going to be this uh, you know that thing it was always going to be pushed and um, I can't sit still on anything it's got to keep moving forward same with my normal business the gym like I, I've always got to keep pushing things forward and changing things and swapping this swapping that like just you know and he's the same and so yeah, it was always going to end up being like this, but I think you, you could have never known 
you know, this year's massive. And I think this is going to be the real, it's, it's fine a first year and everyone's got these, you know, I've, we've talked about it already, like that same thing get, getting said, like we, you know, all the time, you're a new club, you're a new club and it's hard, all that. This year now is, this is where it counts and this is where we'll really see if we're going to be a long, long-term club. If this if this year goes right and it's how I see how I think it'll go in terms of on the ice, um, I think we've got a long long future and I think you know this this year is a real. It's it's basically the start of a long time. I mean, obviously we started last year with you know with Ian, um, you know this is this is the first year where we've just me and Joe have took it and everything we want to do we've implemented. Um, and yeah, again, like this year's huge for me. Well, on my side, um, I already knew what our expectation level was and what we expected from it. Uh, my only appreh- apprehension was um, I had to learn what everything cost last year, really, didn't I? Like, yeah. I was I was seeing sticks getting broken in games and stuff, and I'm thinking, oh, no. Do, do you know what I mean? And, and looking at it from a financial point of view, that's where we was, and now the way we want to build the company is to have a bit of a backbone going forward financially and and have um something there longevity wise but from the start i knew that would always make a, a success of it but i think that'll tell this year massively because we are gonna we're a different product and we're going we're going for it out really let's be honest like, yeah we are yeah i think the first year was difficult and, and i want to be sat here this time next year hopefully us having something to shout about. And I, and I think our key job, the both of us, is getting bums on seats. If we can get those whole fans in and keep fans happy, which we're trying our best to do, um, we might upset the odd one here and there, but the longevity side of it, that's what we're trying to do. And we need bums on seats for it to be successful, don't yeah, we? Simply, and we need yeah. sponsors. We need people helping out. We've got such a great core, um, like around the club, like... People don't know different bits that gets done. Like this year, Sam's been an absolute diamond. Uh, Matty's wife helping out with all the stuff that she has in the off season. And anybody else would be like, right, it's uh, it's too much. This, but it's just a massive weight off man on your shoulders at times. Isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. The, the, the work that Matt Mallon and Cal do is absolutely unbelievable, really. Um, and if we can keep building on that, I think we'll get to where we want to be. Um, even my brother and my mum and dad that have done the the um, the food the food this year for the sponsors lounge and and how much our riches helped out with the merchandise and and all the other um, volunteers. If we can keep the car at team, right, we'll, we'll do well in the end, definitely. And I say it's it's all the right things that the fans want to hear, and they say it's just going to be keep building on things. You know that you got right in year one, isn't it? The merch. We did it right, but we want to do it even better this year. Last year, you know, all the things that have been put in place to get more season tickets this year, you know, with, with the payment plans, and that's going to get more bums on seats, isn't it? Uh, and, and it's also better for the club in terms of the, the cash flow as well because you've got that money in earlier in the season, and it, that that all sort of helps with what you want to do. Um, next question is sort of um, linked to a little bit. It's to what you've alluded to already regarding the long term, and it's... Uh, Obviously, one part of it is, you know, success on the ice. One part of it is, of course, success off the ice, you know, financially, you know, it being the main thing because it doesn't matter how well the team's doing on the ice. If it's not sustainable, it's not going to last, is it? So how is it that you 
well, to put it in a better term, how is it that you're going to build the Seahawks into that sort of long-term club that's here, it's sustainable? You know, we do see, we have seen in Hull before, you know, franchises that have come and gone in a number of years, whereas we do look at other towns, other cities that have had the same ice hockey club for 30, 40 years. Uh, and that's what the club want. That, that's what fans want as well. They want that club to cling on to, that identity, that name. They want to be Hull Seahawks fans. They don't want to be, you know, changing a team, a logo, and a whole identity every few years. And they've bought into the club. They've bought into the community. They've bought into you guys. Um, and, of course, they want to know, sort of, they want that assurance that this is going to be here for them in the long term. And that's what they want to see. They want a, a whole Seahawks club to do well. Well, first and foremost, Connor, we, we built a brand. That's what we've tried to build. Um, before the ice hockey stuff, we tried to build a brand that people could cling on to and, and something that people can actually get involved with. Once ice hockey is here in, in Hull, you know that people are that support ice hockey and that come, you've got your mainstay fans. Now, whether that's sustainable for an ice hockey club, we both don't feel it, it possibly is the mainstay fans. Not so it's all about reaching out to the next generation of fans and trying to get as many there as possible. Um, and that's what we've done massively this year. And I think if we can keep building on that, the loyalty that you get from the whole fans is absolutely brilliant. Um, but we need more bums on seats essentially for the club to keep going. And that's what we're cautiously trying every year to get better at. Um, and then also the other side of the sponsorship um, from different companies and what have you, and, and just dragging them in and, and trying to get them to be mainstays is massive uh, for the club. I mean, what we did this year with Smells Goldie and, and making them like an honorary president, Ian Lamb, um, they've been, he's been massive in, in whole ice hockey for years, hasn't he? And, and he's been one of those guys that's dying for um, for an owner, owners like ourselves to come in and really like take the bull by the horns, as it were, and, and keep a club here for a long time because he's been such a massive support for us. Um, and that's what we're doing now, of course, is just trying to get as much interest in sponsorship in as possible, as well as obviously trying to get people interested in coming down to see the ice hockey and think we're, we're getting there with it out yeah I think my, my so my point of view on that one um you know it's a good question that but I think you know <clears throat> again I go back to it in terms of you know seeing a lot of teams and and sort of over the years seeing what what I think's good and what's not good and um you know I mentioned earlier about the Leeds thing and um sort of their model is is in my opinion is 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 the, is the one that really, really will work in this league and is working. Um, and they are sort of, if you're looking at any business, sort of how it should be run in terms of how this league works and, and how that, that club operates, it's it's pretty good. Um, and, and again, like seeing what I've seen and, and, and different clubs, for me, it's it's not just 100% the bread and butter is, is bums on seats. Um for me, though, I think it's there's a there's a wider reach there in terms of, you know, I look at the Steelers and their model and and sort of what they're doing, um, and for me, it's 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 always about different pots. You can't just rely on one pot, um, you know. If we just always said right, we just need people in this, you know, in this ring, um, that's fine, 
But I think long term, I think you have to reach to different, like what I just said there about the brand. It is a brand. Um, and within the brand is there's different pots that we're doing. So obviously we've mentioned the match and the schools program alongside of it is massive. Um, and going forward long term, the, the schools program will play a huge role in in us being here long long term. Um, all clubs, including football, including rugby league, all have a, a very successful educational program and, and a you know a, a community trust in terms of what they do in the community and how their reach is in, in kids in schools in different things like that. And that that's that is a massive part of what will make this. You can't just be an ice hockey team and just go and play ice hockey. There's got to be different pots coming in from all over the place. And, you know, so that's one thing. And I was also saying match night's very important. The match night's got to be an experience. So, yeah, you're coming to watch a team play ice hockey, but a 10-year-old's really watching the game intently. They might know if we win or score a goal, but 10-year-olds and stuff like that, they're, they're there for the experience and what's going on around it. And we know this. If kids want to go and want to go back, then the parents go because they have to. They have to take their kids. So, again, like it's not just about we're trying to get people in the rink. It's how we do that and what we what what our sort of, you know, what our plan is in terms of what we're going to do in terms of doing all that is it's all... It's very meticulous. Like, we're not just, like, shooting for the, you know, right, we're just going to do this, that, the other. We know what we're doing. We're doing it all the right way, in my opinion, and that's another thing. Um, doing things the right way in terms of, again, I said it already, but leads, you know, the way the, the way you pay players, payroll, different things like that in terms of, you know, that registered company, everything's got to be done right again, for the longevity of the club and the business. Because at the end of the day, there's been many clubs and many different owners that have come in, maybe done really well, but it's just ended at some point. Um, and that's often because they've not done it right. Somewhere along the line, it's failed in some capacity. Now, again, I've been around it and I've seen that. Um, Joe's running a large company already. Um, so there's different things that we both know. And look... There's a lot of people that are always there to tell us, have you thought about this? Have you thought about that? And and we appreciate, we appreciate it. We do, honestly. But if we'd not thought about them things that people had said to us, honestly, we probably wouldn't be here now. It, it would have failed a long time ago. These are things that, and we're not being like, you know, big-headed on what we know and stuff like that, but we are going to run it the way we want to run it. And it has to be done like that or... Unfortunately, it will not work. Um, I'm just going to say this because we're two 33-year-old guys that have got a lot of experience in life, I think. We've been to a lot of different things and seen stuff. Business, you know, been running our own companies, both of us, since we were, I mean, I was like 20, 21 years old. Joe similar. So, like, you know, it's probably a bit of a different thing than what other, other owners are in different you know, owners within the league and, and the elite league. A lot of guys are older. They've they've got a successful business on the side. I think we're coming in at it from a different angle in terms of we're younger. We've got a little bit of a fresh idea on things, maybe. And yeah, we're going to get things wrong, of course. But we have to do it our way, and we see how we see things going is is what we're going to do. Um, and we have to be strong with our beliefs on that, and we have to be united 
Um, and, and like I say, going back to it, the different pots of what we're trying to do and it all it all makes a business work and makes it tick. It can't just be one thing or two things. It's got to be the whole package. But first and foremost, the team's got to be good. The team has to be good and has to be winning. Um, there's no doubt about that. And any club in Hull has, has always been the same. If City aren't doing well, people don't go. If FC aren't doing well, they don't go. You have to win games. But then around that, you've got to really build the brand. Like what Joe said, it's got to be a brand and it's got to be something where you're offering a lot of different pots and different things coming in and out. So, yeah, I don't I don't know if that's answered your question, mate, but that's no, how we work to it. It certainly sounds like you know, a shared vision you know, of exactly you know, how the franchise is going to be run to make it successful and sustainable. Um, which is obviously what everyone wants to see. Uh, we're going to move on to sort of the Q&A part now. We've had uh, quite a few questions submitted uh, on Facebook, Twitter, and to the uh, podcast email as well, which is hullseahawkspodcast at gmail.com. Um, I thought we'd, we'd throw straight into in this one now. In the mixer, and that does relate to my very first question, actually. Uh, we thought, exactly, it had to. Uh, so we'll, we'll move on to this, because I know, fellas, you do have a little bit of a... Uh, a time constraint. Uh, some people may have noticed mid-interview that uh, Matty and Joe magically appeared in a new venue. It was nothing to do with the rink yeah. curfew. Joe had a hang- yeah. Green screen, yeah. uh, I've <laughs> just thought Joe had a hankering for a volcano burrito, but... That's uh, it. Yeah, no. Oh, definitely not. <laughs> How do you know that, mate? You must have had one of them before. Uh, don't worry, I know, the, I know the menu at Taco Bell. Um... <laughs> No, I don't know what he's on about. <laughs> <laughs> they better be paying for some sponsorship on this now. Um, oh, but exactly. Um, first question was, will you be getting up on the commentary once again this year, Joe? If 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 I'm needed on the commentary, I'm there. I'm answering that, yes. You let us down, Connor, so I had to step in. I had to run the show. And uh, Ulrich oh, made a great it. run. He made, made a great run. He made a great run. Right Ball in, in the, the mixer. Um, and crossed just, it in. Yeah. Town across it in kicked it bottom bins <laughs> I say, well, I, that one is it, I tried it, it, that's yeah. gone much wider than the Seahawks community they make a lot of people laugh sort of league you know league wide that one so by any means anytime you fancy popping on to see it, it, it's actually it's actually difficult Connor when you when you watch it and you're used to it um, like in your own sport like I always say oh great pass or, or great ball in or whatever and it, in my head even if, if I'm just watching it that's what I'm saying so when it comes out like that, I, I apologise, but, but it was quite funny. God, it's brilliant. Yeah, I love that. I was watching it at home. So it was, it was my one weekend away. I was I was w- watching the Super Bowl with friends, but I was treated to a, a fantastic commentary from yourself and uh, Callum as well. The next one is um, this was one that was submitted on Facebook. We love our strange ones here. Do you eat or drink soup, Joe? What, what's your opinion? I think you eat soup. Yeah, you, I, I usually put it. a load of bread in it. Yeah, you eat Just it. Just being honest, so I eat it. I think drinking soups a tough one, that. This one is from my own gaffer, the uh, sports editor of Beverly FM. Uh, would you rather have feet for hands or hands for feet? I'd have hands for feet, personally. I'd have hands for feet. Is that because you can get a hockey and... stick on, you know, you can have hold two hockey sticks then? Is that why, Matty? Um, well, you do a few handstands at work. I reckon, well, I reckon, yeah, I reckon it'd be easier to carry my kids about than that as well. 
<laughs> we might be taller in the vertical side. Yeah, mate, I could go on my tiptoes easy. On my tippy fingers. <clears throat> Next one, we alluded to this one earlier in the show. Someone asked, who's angrier out of you and Matty? If it was what, sorry? Who gets angrier out of the pair of you? Oh, my what God. What a question. I can tell you for a fact who it is. We've both got two levels. It's either really, really nice or absolutely horrendous. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's it's similar. There's a similar level there. Um, different things will, will get us both triggering different ways, but yeah. It's all passion, Connor. It's all passion. Yeah, passion, <laughs> mate, yeah. Just, just let the emotion out. Someone's asked, yeah. uh, this one for us back to your football days, Joe. Someone said, is it true that Matty has a banging left foot and is actually better at football than you? He definitely hasn't got a decent left foot. Wow. His left foot is horrendous. That's a great shout, because I'm telling you now. No, he's actually got a bit with his right foot. I, I enjoy the bits with the lads before the games where they're all playing with the football, and, and me and Matty made a little bit of a thing this year. Well, you have to ping it, don't you, and see yeah. how he touches. But yeah. he's touching bad, to be fair, over the years. I do know the power um, media. Definitely not his left foot. His left foot's horrendous. <laughs> it's not it? it's Your not right foot's all right, but... Yeah. He could have done a bit. Could have done a bit. Yeah. He just wouldn't have been great in the air for obvious reasons. <laughs> uh, you're looking at like Paul Dickoff, aren't you? Or... Martinez. Yeah. Uh, Tough I, one. I do know the power media fellas. They do sometimes get a bit worried when the the fellas are outside uh, with the football because I can't remember it was one of the away teams last year tried oh. to knock out their drone out of the sky during it. Um, which we want to see, please live. Well, but... Got to do it. Yeah. It's the there, mate. It's the target, yeah. isn't it? Uh, the next one is who from the well, anyone other than a professional ice hockey player, who would you sign for the Seahawks? So anyone in the world who's not an ice hockey player, who would you sign for the club? Uh, God, it'd have to be like. Uh, it'd be like you've got to sign a Messi or someone like that. Surely you'd be. Honestly, I'm going to put this out there. Yeah, I would. Sign Jake Paul because obviously he's very unliked, but serious, serious views come with Jake Paul. So, See, I know that Logan's out there. That yeah, Jake's doing the wrestling and the MMA, isn't he? Uh, Logan's yeah, doing yeah. the wrestling as well. I think he's at the O2 Arena next week, uh, next week with WWE. There's some views in yeah. them, fellas. Who are you going with? Good shout. We, we need to sign a big target man up top. Yeah, and just chuck man. it up to him. Yeah. He controls the puck on his chest and then drops it down and, and finishes it. You're yeah. just thinking of the John Parkin podcast again, Joe. You want there you go. To... Under there the you coffee. go, mate. We're going to call it Under Parking. the Pucky now, aren't we? I think. <laughs> yeah, or oh, my mate Dino he lives opposite me, so Dean Windass will get him in. He loves it. You reckon he can what volley one from the blue line? Yeah. yeah, mate, yeah. <laughs> well, basically, just saying all these names so that you tag them in straight afterwards, Connor, Certainly. and then you just say a bit. Yeah, let's get them out there. Uh, like, I'm, I'm... subscribe. Of like, course. subscribe, follow, link. <laughs> last one we've got. One last question is, how much would someone have to pay you to chuck on the goalie gear and take an ML slap shot? Oh, me? Yeah, Jesus Christ! I'll be honest. I go on the ice um, last season. I go on the ice with the the guys on a Tuesday, just to for me and Matty just to basically have a play around the other side while the other guys are training. And Matty was having a do saying, "Right, I need to get in front of the net and blah blah blah." So I went straight in front of the net this year, and oh. he hits one. 
a meal this and it hits me on the inside of the knee where there was no padding and I hit the deck. That was me. But I, I carried on to be fair, but Mate, next day I was in absolute tatters and my knee just blew up. You've never seen a stiffer man, like full tin man, couldn't move. Like it, you know what I mean? I think he shot it from the red line and he hadn't moved at all. And it's just pinged him right on the wrong place. To be honest, in Wednesdays really, yeah. are the literally Wednesdays, the, not the, Tuesday. Wednesdays are the best days of the light week because some of the things that this lad's been getting up to this year, I mean, it's stuff that you just, you know, you need to be there. Like, he's, we he's, might actually try some video this honestly, year. Honestly, that'll be good. That Connor is headbutted the, the ice. He's literally <laughs> headbutted the ice. Like, like. It's a good his tongue on the like his tongue literally could have been stuck to the ice. Like, yeah, I went to see him try and Robin Van Persie World Cup header a, a saucer pass or something like that. I think it's the next one for Joe. Um, but he uh, was playing. I think we were, what's that? What's that game that we always finish off with? Yeah, we shoot at each other. No, the um, cat hit the ball. No, against the goalie. What's that? Uh, rebound. rebound. We always yeah, play rebound, rebound at the end, and one of them has come off the pads. Yeah. Um, I think it was, um, what was it in goal? It wasn't Jordy because Jordy was shooting it. Dom. It was Dom. Yeah. And it's come off Dom's pad. And as, as it's gone, it's not, I've tried to edit to be foul, but yeah. it's quite good at doing it in the end. Uh, I, I can't wait for you to be up on the gantry next year and just call We'll get out. some video footage this, this year. Oh, you yeah. might actually see Matty skating as well. Yeah, you'll enjoy that, honestly. No. Not me skating, that's really. <laughs> I'm sure that'll be uh, something for the YouTube and the new TikTok. I I'm think sure. you skating would be good. Yeah, get you well. out Connor. there, Connor Lynn. Let's go. I used to be able to, I'll be honest, I'd fall over a lot. I, I could barely skate. I can just about get around the rink. Tell me to back skate and I'll be on, I'll be on my arse um, in no time. Um, but that's pretty much all we've got time for. Uh, I, I might accept the offer one time during the season, gents. Don't worry. Um, Get cattle down as well. He loves it. I'm sure he'll he'll be well up for it. Um, well, we'll take us. We'll get we'll get down there. I'm sure we'll take some video. I'm sure it'll be a, a fun one for everyone to watch uh, on the YouTube channel. Um, I've just got to say it's been an absolute pleasure. It's been a fantastic chat with you both, uh, Joe. Thanks very much. Uh, for joining us, uh, absolutely, you know, we've, we've, we've loved it. Um, I'm sure you'll be back on some point during the season. Yeah, thanks for having us, Connor. Really appreciate it. Like I said, I don't like to um, take up too much of time because I think it should be about the, the players and the lads and stuff, but it's been a nice change. So thanks very much for having me. And Matty, of course, uh, absolute pleasure again. And <laughs> next week, we've got a very, very special guest. We can't quite say who it is yet. We've, we've got someone very special joining us on the pod. Yeah, it's going to be a good one, mate, next week. I think everyone should be, you know, pretty excited about that. Like I say, it's, um, it's a big signing for the club and, um, you know, it's an exciting time for everyone. And like you say, it's not long now. Build-up is happening and, you know, we're not far away. So, yeah, just thanks for having us. Good chat and it's it's great that we're doing this every week and, like say, you know, keeping everyone updated on, on the club and, you know, mainly speaking to the players, you know, the, the fans want away from the players and what they're doing and their thoughts on stuff. So, yeah, it's been good.
you know, we certainly hope, listening at home, you've enjoyed episode five of Hull Seahawks Behind the Curtain with myself, Connellyn, Matty Davis, and Joe Lamplew. Do join us next week for episode six. We have a very, very special guest. You can make sure you tune into the podcast on YouTube, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts from. So stay tuned for more on Hull Seahawks Behind the Curtain. <laughs>